My name is Jim Derrick, and welcome to another edition of Chapters. In studio today, I am joined by my friend, funny man, great comedian, and host of a new program airing right here on Franklin Cable TV, uh, starting right now, and you're going to want to see that. The name of that show is... Uh, it's it's late night New England. Yeah, uh, I am I am blessed and fortunate to uh, yeah that, that 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 is wild. It is uh, it's it's the uh, it's the it's the uh, it's the it's the late night f- formatted program that is uh, that is wicked good. Yeah, uh, wild, it's wild. It's it's wicked wild TV. <laughs> Michael Pettit, welcome. Well, thank you. Good morning, Jim. So, yeah, we are so um, so excited about the program. Uh, if people haven't come down to the Franklin studio, they need to come see this mega rocket ship that is just, you know, respectfully. You say cable access to people. Right, You right. think of paneling and town board meetings. Right. Well, let me tell you about the town board meetings here. Mm-hmm. It is a plush. It is There's a fireplace in the background. Yeah. There, it's, it is a facility that is spearheaded by Peter and, uh, and, and talents like yourself that yeah. is it's unprecedented it really yeah. it is an amazing setup here. well we could take me out of that equation thank you though but i will tell you for those of you who don't know michael pettit is an industry veteran of television radio uh stand-up comedy hosting emceeing this is really a professionally done program from the start to finish michael and you bring the talent which is yourself as the as the host of this program what is the concept behind the program what is it that you're trying to capture here well well late night new england jim thank you very much late night new England is something that started with with Jack Parr, yep. Johnny Carson, yep. the greats, Jay Leno, David Letterman, Conan O'Brien, John Stewart, all these guys, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kip, they're, all, they're out there. It is a platform to showcase um, the talents, the uh, the actors, the comedians, the the food segments, men on the street, sketch comedy, uh, lifestyle, anyone that makes up or has the finger on the pulse of what's going on in your world. Many people would, would go to bed to uh, to, uh, jo- to Johnny. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Right, right. Um, and of course, well, you know, there was uh, Jay Leno there. He took over for, uh, for Johnny and uh, well, he wasn't eating Doritos. <laughs> well, you know, he was doing that little thing. And, right. Um, right. Yeah, right. And you know, know, Michael, the thing about this program that I love, there's a lot of things I love about it. First of all, conceptually, what a great idea. Late night New England. There's plenty of talent right on our doorstep that we're just ignoring, frankly, uh, without fo- a platform the, like this. The phone is ringing. Um, it, it's very exciting. Um, it's it's a showcase. You, you watch these shows, Jim, and uh, the host comes out. First is a band. The band uh, brings her on, and you hear the announcer, ladies and gentlemen, right. and then the uh, the host comes out and right. does a couple, um, a couple, uh, you know, uh, lighthearted jokes, no political talk. That's right. not what I'm about. Right. I'm uh, looking to provide escapism for people. Mm-hmm. We don't talk politics we don't talk religion we are lighthearted and fun i sit at a desk and i just welcome people onto a program that's all it is Mm. coming up uh you might have seen her play xyz up next you might have seen this and it's very exciting um literally tomorrow july 10th i know Mm. this program probably won't air for another week that's right july 10th we are so fortunate to have the voice, the play-by-play announcer of the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. Mr. Bob Sosi, will right. be uh, gracing us with his presence. And what a nice guy. Bob I mean, is so down-to-earth, yeah. so cool. Um, I met him over at Gilly's house. Right. We were just chatting, and I said, you're part of the community. We'd love to have you come in. And he couldn't be the texting, the back and forth. It's like, yeah. 
this is a real guy. Right. He's, he's right. a real guy. Right. And you had Lydia Dustin on a, Lydia a psychic. Dustin. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, great. That was in episode one. Jennifer Knight, president of the Safe Coalition. Yep. Barbara Gilmeister of the aforementioned Mr. Roy- Gilly's House. Jeff Roy, Jeff our Roy, state representative. State You've got a great band that came in the last time, which yep. unfortunately I missed from the Rhode Island. The King's Busketeers. Yeah. These guys, um, I, I don't want to say kids. They're young guys. They're burly. They're big. They're fun. Yeah. They're, they've got, you've got, they wear flannel shirts and flip-flops. <laughs> And they play all kinds of instruments, and they're just, they're having fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so people, I, you know, one of the things that, uh, the comments that I told you I've gotten from people that were fortunate enough to be in the studio audience for the first taping, well, they keep asking me, when's the next one, which is July 10th, and how do they get in? How do we do this? And I'll tell you, I was there for the first one, and I have to, I was, I've told Michael since, I've seen the finished product, and it is really interesting to watch somebody a professional who knows what he's doing uh, knows the craft put together a program like this because as i sat there and watched the the taping i thought where's this going this all, show doesn't look together parts. all the moving parts and then when you watch the finished product you were absolutely amazed it's really fun but it's 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 an art form well thank you not Eddie. just anybody can get up and do this and i can't take uh, credit i can give credit to uh 33 years of grinding yeah. you know um li- you know living in you know grew up in Attleboro but my journey started in radio in Boston radio during the 80s and 90s and then I moved to Los Angeles and it was tough it's brutal yeah. a lot a lot of lonely poor days mm-hmm. a lot a lot of lot of grind a lot mm-hmm. of hustle but I was very uh, persistent and I had an agent and I just kept doing um it's just crazy. I'm back in the studio in my mind right now, Burbank Studios, yeah. uh, Family Feud. I used to be um, what they call an audience warm-up guy. Right, the warm-up, running around I, and getting people fired up so they could participate right. in a right. healthy way for the game show as it went on. I did Family Feud for many, many years. Um, Charles Nelson? Uh, no, no, I did um, <laughs> when Louis Anderson hosted it. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So I did, I mean, I was in that kind of that circle, but I would get brought in for pilots too. That yeah. Most of them never came to. Yeah. So it's one of those things. So... Back here in New England, this is where I'm from, this is where I live, this is my backyard. I meet people like yourself, and um, we're excited about it. We're just... I don't do it for money. There is no money. Mm-hmm. I earn I earn a decent living on the weekends doing my my, my comedy, but this is something I'm passionate about, yeah, and, and but, it's where my career has taken me. Yeah, make no mistake about it. You are a perfectionist, and uh, you you uh, it shows in your work. And, Thank you, brother. And, and I'm really, really happy that it's here. I just want to remind everybody, we're speaking with Michael Pettit. Michael is an MC, stand-up comedian, and now the host of Late Night New England, which will be airing right here on Frank, Franklin Cable Access TV. Now, wait It'll a minute. Also be coming to... Wait, we, we talked about this. Uh-oh. You were going to bring me on Michael Pettit, mm-hmm. former lumberjack, yeah. <laughs> underwear model. <laughs> well, but all that goes without saying. Dog lover. Yeah. A car enthusiast. Yeah. Um, you know. Red Sox lover. Food. I love the Red Sox. Yeah, I know and, you do, Joe. And the, and the Red Sox uh, come back this week as uh, the All-Star game was last night and there's yeah. a deep drive way back, way back. Can you believe it? The, oh, man. the balls I, are juiced up. Did I'm going to try to ride this horse, which is Michael Pettit. I want to remind everybody, my name is Jim Derrick. This is Chapters Radio. And importantly, if you want to follow this guy, which I heartily recommend you do, get on michaelpettit.com. No, it's uh, Pettit Productions. P-E-T-I-T. Don't bang your head. P-E-T-I-T productions.com is his website. You can contact him there. Also, follow him on Facebook because the aforementioned Big Murph, one of the best dogs I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, well, 
All dogs are good. Yeah, all dogs are good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, Big Marv, he's a cool dog. He's a cool dog. He, that's my boy. That's my kid. That's yep. my furry best friend. Yep. And, uh, and you're not bashful about posting pictures of him in all sorts of poses, including barbecuing with you in the backyard, <laughs> yeah. uh, hanging out uh, with you in your in one of your your classic Mustang, uh, which I hope you haven't sold yet. No. Okay. That that, good. that will never go. Still okay. Good. But one uh, of the taking segments... him to to the donut shop, whatever it is. Yes. Uh, we do our honeydew uh, run every uh, every Saturday morning. Yep. Uh, it's just. To something I that I like it. to do when the weather's nice. I love it. Michael, um, you know, this late night concept is something that has been brewing in you for a long time. Since and you, 2013. Yeah, and you mentioned something, a quote that someone had given you along the way, that all good ideas start with a seed or something like that. Uh, everything starts from a germ of an idea. That was close, a germ. A germ of an idea. So... So you have something, you have an idea, yep. okay? Uh, we all know the pet rock. Yep. They put the pet rock in a right. little box and people bought it, okay? But somewhere, someone was having a conversation saying, hey, dude, I can make a rock that sells. And they're going, hey. You, you know, it's, um, uh, if you Google entrepreneur, yeah. it'll basically, you know, say, um, unable to make money. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but everything starts from a germ of an idea. I mean, yeah. you can go back from TV shows to T-shirt lines to apparel to a food product. Whatever it is, Jim, it starts from a germ of an idea, it, and it's something that it gets incubated. Mm-hmm. It gets, and it takes it takes time. The interesting thing about sitting here with you right now, sir, is... I presented Late Night New England three years ago to this studio. I know. And this studio, Peter, who is a brilliant mind, looked right at me and he said, I get you. He says, we're not ready. Right. And the studio wasn't ready for something like this. Right. And now, now look what it is. Right, right. It is fully functioning and just, it's a rocket ship. But I can't let this go by. You are a can-do guy. That is a critical difference between those that make something happen and those that don't. Well, right? Jim, I think we live in a society that people people look at their faults and yeah. their weaknesses. Yeah. Look at your strengths. Right. Look at your strengths. Right. Life is tough. Life is, and the people who put up the big image that everything is perfect, well, that's just a facade. That's just a big, life is tough right. for everybody, and people need people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be the first to say, as an independent passionate producer performer years ago it was i can do this rah 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 i've evolved i've evolved as a human being as a person mm-hmm. i'm only as good as the people around me right i don't i don't wish for anyone to fail i want us all to win because i know my lane mm-hmm. you say that i know my lane i'm not a tech person i'm not a camera person i'm a host I'm a somewhat of a creative person. I'm a packaging. I can package things. Mm, somewhat? <laughs> I can... Well, Selling yourself a little short, but yeah. Yes, but anything you want to do. Yeah. Let's talk about Jaws. Yeah. Let's talk about Jaws. Let's do that. We were talking about the sharks. There's, uh, uh, a stat. 11 shark sightings, great white shark sightings in the last 48 hours on Cape Cod. Breaking news, breaking news. Sharks in the water. Sharks in breaking the water. Breaking news. You know what? Water. That's the same as me in my kitchen. Right. You are in their kitchen. Right. But let's talk about Mr. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. 1973, 74, 75, whenever they started uh, filming the movie, three or four times over budget, studio wanted to shut it down. Mm -hmm. Richard Dreyfuss is literally on record when it was all said and done. Bruce the shark wouldn't function. Nobody knew what was going on. And it's kind of interesting. You're not, you're yeah. not, you're not a critic of late night New England, but they couldn't see all of the moving parts of Jaws 
and then Spielberg brought it all together. Richard Dreyfuss is on is on record like on like a, a, a like a documentary. Oh, he didn't get. He's it? He's like, um, this is going to be uh, <laughs> this is going to be the worst movie of my career. Um, clearly, it will ruin me. <laughs> and I don't think you understand exactly what this does. This move, the shark. All it does is eat, swim, <laughs> and make little babies. That's a true story. That's all for my Daffy Richard. Duck. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> now, what if Daffy Duck was Richard Dreyfuss? Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me. Yeah. Um, we have a large predator in the water. <laughs> so We're going to need a bigger boat. But, but, so I don't even do that on stage. I know you don't. I, what if Daffy Duck was Richard Dreyfuss? This is um, how the sausage is made <laughs> exactly. in the Michael Pettit household. But, how would you like to be the lovely and talented? Who, by the way, is both, and her name's Dina, and it's Michael's significant other. So she, how, she must just have her hair must be blown back and a seatbelt on at the dining room table to listen to you work. Oh, it's thank you. It's funny you say that. Um, uh, people say that all the time to Dina. We have this conversation quite often. Yeah. Um, I'm talking to you right now, man to man, human to human. Yeah. I'm not on. I'm no. not being on. No. They always say, "Is that always funny?" Mm, that'd be annoying. No. Yeah. No. But there are moments of humor that. That's conversation with people. Yeah. But we don't walk around going, hey, let me tell you something. You know, all right. Hey, we're at Stop and Shop. All right, baby. How you doing? You know, hey. But it's got to be a great way. A great way. You you always said to me, Jim, you got to know you're out. When yep. you're doing radio, you got to know you're out. And okay? television. And so when you're having a, that ultimate, that argument that comes up, and by the way, they I'm sure they come up even in the Pettit household. Of course. You must have that comedic out every now and then that makes her laugh even when she wants to scream at you. Well, Here's the thing. I'm not splitting atoms and I didn't invent it. I'm an entertainer. I'm an impressionist. Yep. But the true thing about joke telling, yep. and it's the same in radio and it also applies, is applicable to advertising. It's threes. And you're saying, what are you talking yep. about? Yep. What's Nike been telling you to do for years, Mr. Derek? Just do it. Let me see. That's three. Okay. There you go. Right? Right. Um, Setup. Premise. Punchline. Yeah. Yeah, Set I've up, been, premise, punchline. I've been in the Pettit comedic school for a little while now. I'm finally get, that's, I finally got uh, lesson number 101. But know you're out, Jim. Okay, yeah, so what out. does that mean? I, I learned that years ago in Boston Radio. Yeah. As we're talking right now, yep. know you're out mm-hmm. when you're talking so that the anchor, the DJ, the host, which is you, can dump into a commercial. Right, right. That's it. Know you're out. Right. And you don't sit and say, okay... I gotta wait. I gotta know my out. It's timing. Sure, it's, it's that chemistry. Con- it, it it gets a it's a pathway that's built in your mind to feel it when it's coming and and anticipate it. And know a enough, second and a half ahead and of know time. Know enough to shut up. And know enough to shut up, which is clearly something I don't do. I want to remind everybody we are speaking with Michael Pettit. Michael is an MC, comedian, and host of Late Night New England. My name's Jim Derrick. This is Chapters Radio. Please take a look at my podcast at ChaptersRadio.com and soon coming to the now. Actually, iTunes, which I believe is going defunct. You know something, Derek? What's that? You're sitting there in your seat, <laughs> anchoring the show. Let me see your hands. <laughs> you got radio podcasting hands. <laughs> back to the uh, back to the uh, issue of um, yeah. Uh, Dreyfus didn't see how that was going to become a movie, and it's so interesting to me that you that you that you bring that up because as I mentioned earlier, I'm looking at late night saying, what a mess this is what a as, poop as show. you're making it. Yeah. But you knew, I mean, you're in the, you're in that studio and you're saying, okay, boom, I need this camera here. I need that camera there. You need a shot of me saying this. Yep. Here comes the guest. Okay. We yep. got to do it again. We got to do it again. Yep. Is that, you've been around Hollywood, sure. you've been sure. around uh, programs all your life. Is that 
what you would expect to see. Sure, in it, Hollywood, it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and as a can as a as a warm up, uh, you know, talent, I've always seen you know the sitcoms. They have to re- you know set the cameras up mm-hmm. and do it a different way, and they do a pickup. Um, it's just something where. I, I learned, uh, first of all, if you're in Hollywood and you're a comedian and that's all you do, you'll be flipping burgers in no time. Right. So you have to learn to do things. So you always, you push your own projects. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to go and you get, so a lot of stuff you're doing is for the goose egg. You have no money. Right. You're calling on a friend who's who's got a camera and you go and you shoot a little pilot, a little demo, and then you go and you present it. Mm-hmm. But you learned I learned how to be on location with no permit at six o'clock in the morning on Venice Beach. And <laughs> with no permit. There's a policeman chasing you on a bicycle. Yeah. You know, but I'm just saying, in, not in a bad way, you just didn't have a permit to be mm. shooting that footage. Mm-hmm. But I've just learned, and I'm still learning, everything's a process. Everything is. And again, you've got some brilliant minds around here. That gentleman who runs this Pete this, Plasciano, executive director here at Franklin TV. We'll be on the, we'll be talking with him after that and yeah. we will laugh and talk yeah. and we'll all walk away feeling a little bit smarter right? after talking to that guy. Right? He's an amazing amazing guy and uh brilliant, brilliant boy he has mind. changed the face of this uh enterprise here at 23 Hutchinson Street in Franklin. And by the way, please come by and say hello. Uh say hello to Peter, say hello to Chris Flynn. If Michael Pettit's here, he'd be happy to take you on a tour of the studio which is among other things the set for late night new england you get a get a peek and we would love to have you in the studio audience michael are you going to be publicizing when shoots come up in the future so yes. people can come uh, along? on this radio show great so we'll do that on this radio show chapters radio find it on uh, wfpr 102.9 fm every friday 9 a.m noon and 6 uh, also you can probably take a look at the franklin tv website down the line or get a hold of us here and we'll let you know when the shooting is happening or when the taping's happening we want people to come. And have you come on in because it's a lot of fun. And by the way, if you think you've got talent, drop us a note. Hit up Michael. We'd love to entertain. Absolutely. Possibly having you on the program. That's why right? it's been created, Jim. Um, it's literally, it's just a, an opportunity for people to come. Musicians, comedians, men on the street, people in the community, people who are the fiber and DNA that make up our community. Michael, I want to back up a little bit and... Um, uh, talk to you about yourself because, yeah, thank you for that. Michael has uh, given generously of himself to uh, for many, many years, but most recently and the one that I've seen most visibly has been uh, his commitment to the sober community, to building recovery in our community. He works with the Safe Coalition and most uh, recently Gilly's House, which is a wonderful uh, halfway house sober home in, in the Sheldonville section of Rentham, Massachusetts. And the reason I bring this up, Michael, is because um, you I have been very, very kind and offered your own personal uh, advice and um, uh, I guess I would say friendship to people that are newly walking the recovery journey. And I think you have a lot of, um, I know you have a lot of wisdom around that. You're a man living in long-term recovery yourself. I am. um, A little bit of wisdom. How about experience and a lifestyle choice? Yeah. Um, So basically... um, uh, Everybody wants to feel okay, and now we are well aware of what's going on with these uh, epidemics and the the drugs that are readily accessible and big farmer and all of that. But back to the basic, to your comment, uh, thank you. Um, 28 years now, I have been uh, uh, 
I don't drink and drug. I don't do anything. I made a lifestyle choice, mm-hmm. and now I'm very fortunate to be able to stand up. I my my office is a stage, right? Uh, a platform. That's my forum, mm-hmm. and I've been able to be a professional guest speaker um, at various uh, AA meetings, recovery, um, uh, you know, uh, venues, and I'm a I'm I'm fortunate to be able to deliver a message to people and stand there not as a pitch, not as a brochure, Jim. I stand there as a living human being that continues to put one foot in front of the other. And if I can flip one person's mindset, that's what it takes because I flipped. When my mom sat me down, who I love, and I still see my mom almost every day in Attleboro, I was just a partying guy out of control. I knew I was funny, just getting in trouble, hanging out with bad guys. Funny thing is, some of us are alive. Some of us have passed on, unfortunately. But I still get together with some of my old friends, and they always say, remember the time, Pet? My nickname is Pet. Mm -hmm. And I go, I don't. (laughs) Remember the time you... And I don't like not that. so much. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So um, yes, thank you for bringing that up. That yeah. is a very important part of my life. Yeah. Um, that I can, I can make a difference. Yeah, you can. I, I, I'm recalling a story that you shared with me, and it really got you. You, you, uh, Michael offered to do a, a show, a stand-up uh, show in in a sober home, in the basement of a sober home. Sure. I think it was somewhere around the Super Bowl. Yep. But you had uh, 20 or 30 guys in the bottom of the, uh, of the house there uh, sure. doing something that comes hard when you're when you're newly in recovery, and that's laugh. Yeah. And uh, receive a message, again, from somebody in recovery. And some days later, you were walking through Stop and Shop with your hat on, <laughs> and a young man looked at you and said, hey. You were great. Yeah. yeah. There's a funny guy. You were great. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Who who among us hasn't sat in an audience, looked up at a comedian and thought to, thought to themselves, man, I wish I had the courage to do that. Recovery takes takes a lot of courage, yeah. guts, yeah. Uh, and stick-to-itiveness. So does stand-up comedy. There's so many parallels here. Yeah. So they can look at a guy in recovery and say, not only was he one of us, yeah. but he made the leap to do that. Maybe I can go out on a limb and sure. try something new. Sure. Maybe I can stick to this for once in my life and get it this time. Now, Jimmy, right? his, 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 the, you, you nailed it, and thank you for remembering that. So I'm walking through Stop and Shop because that's how I go. And I got the hoodie on. It's yeah. a Patriots hoodie. Yeah. It's freezing. It's twenty. It's twenty degrees. And I'm. I got layers on. You gotta have the layers on. You know. Uh, and I got the tap on the shoulder. I got the hat on. I got gloves. And I turn around. I'm like, you know, whoa, hey, who's that? Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, you're awesome. There were two young gentlemen. Yeah. Like you're awesome. I'm like, yeah, hey, how are you? Yeah. And I kept walking. They're like, you don't know who we are. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. They're like, we're still talking about you. And then the light bulb went off. There you go. What was great is. Obviously, that moment there, um, they were grabbing food. It was like a Thursday or a Friday preparing for the Patriots, you know, Super Bowl party. Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, hey, man, they still they're still talking about you. So I had my Patriots hoodie on and I looked at my. You know, we uh, we got a big game. You know, (laughs) we're uh, we're just trying to focus. You know, we got uh, bean dip and cheese, you know, and uh, chicken wings, you know. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, July 25th. Yeah. July 25th at 9 o'clock, you can go to Gillette Stadium and watch the greatest of all time throw footballs. Tom? Oh, I love that. Training camp starts? July 25th, Jim. We got to go. I know. We got to go. July 25th at 9 a.m., you can watch Tom Brady, 42-year-old right. Super Bowl right, time, right, right. Super, six-time Super Bowl champion, yeah. avocado, yeah. ice cream eating. 
I'm going to take a risk here and ask you to share a story. You shared a story with me about one of the biggest disappointments that you had in your life that you turned around, made lemonade out of it. And it had to do with you being uh, asked to go from L.A. to New York to yeah. audition for a eh, pretty sizable program. Sure. Being offered eh, a pretty sizable position and thinking you had it for, for 24 hours and then finding out something different. Yeah. Can you share that story? Oh, boy, Jim. You're, you're all over the place, but that's good. Or is that not good? Brilliant. Oh, my God. That's life me, chap- it's chapters. Me, it is chapters. It's chapters. And by the way, to me... This is emblematic of resilience. And I emblematic. Think it's story, I love that. Right? I'm coming, I'm coming with the heavy stuff. I'm Dick Cavett right now. Yes, you are. This is emblematic of resilience. And Michael has that in droves. <laughs> Michael, how did you do it? Yes. Uh, 19, no oh boy, 1988, 90, no, 99, 90. I don't remember, Jim. It's nine, it was in the 90s. Uh, got plucked off stage at the Improv in California. Yeah. You've been out there. You drove out there with hopes of making it big. A bag full and, of dreams. And a couple of lawyers saw you and gave you a buzz. There was was like three people in the audience yeah. and two of them were lawyers that yeah. were agents yeah. and yeah. said, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I got a call the next day and it was a, uh, a very powerful uh, uh, agent in, in Hollywood. And he said, uh, uh, we're flying you to Los- uh, to New York yep. in three days. Yeah. First class. Mm-hmm. And I went to New York. It was for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And they signed me to a deal. Did you uh, wear diapers on that flight? Because I would have had to. I mean, you know, Jim, I have, I have to say, you look at like Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey was supposed to be a bigger star than he was early on mm-hmm. and never came through. He's a little cuckoo now. I love Jim. He's brilliant. But with that being said, Billy Crystal, any of these guys, you just say, like, Billy Crystal, I've seen an interview with Billy Crystal. He's like, I wish I would have just enjoyed the journey more. <laughs> I wish I would have enjoyed it more. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is that thing on? That's what I'm talking about? Norman? Hello? Yeah. So, so, with you, all that being said, yeah. I go into SNL. Yeah. I test twice. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. Limo picks me up. Peacock, mm-hmm. sign, sign. I went to a 12-year deal with Saturday. So, here's how it goes. Uh, it was an umbrella. Uh, six years on SNL, and then six more years under an NBC umbrella. They owned me for 12 years. Wow. So, with that being said... Tested twice. They signed me. I flew back to L.A. And they had a change in cast. And my manager called me. He goes, I got good news and bad news. I hate when people do that. Yeah, right? You know? Yeah, because anything after that yeah. is not going to go So well. you just yeah. said they had a cast change. I got you a little bit of money. Yeah. It didn't phase me. Mm-hmm. It didn't phase me, A, because I knew I needed to keep doing what I'm doing to survive. I'm passionate about mm-hmm. what I do. And getting thought of and put in that circle is the win. Are you sure that's not revisionist history in your mind? There must have been a period where you no. were kicking. Really? I was so young. So this goes to who you are fundamentally, which is a positive I'm here, guy. brother. I am ticking. I tell you right I'm alive. Now, I got to tell you right now, I'd still be out in L.A. telling that story to somebody in a nah. bar somewhere with a fan blowing on me going, hey, hey, I'm hey. doing I'm doing late night New England. Yeah. Oh, well, I know. And listen, but, the reason I brought that up, the reason I brought that up in the context of what we were talking about before is... Those are the types of stories gleaned out of uh, some really tough times in trying to cut your teeth in comedy and sure. coming up through the ranks. Sure, that point to, I mean, you were all alone in L.A. Yeah, you could have, you could have. Said, hey, Budweiser sounds good to That's me right, right about That's now. Right. I, I could have succumbed to the... Sorry, Ma, but you have to understand how much pain I was in. That's why I'm drinking again, yeah. right? You didn't do it. Now... And instead, you did exactly what you said. It didn't even fail. You just you kept moving, kept your feet moving, got back on stage again, and appreciated what you did have. And I, I think that story in the right setting is so powerful. It hit me. I made a deal with God. Yeah. I, I'm not a religious person. Yep. <laughs> In 19, 
90, yep. Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. I passed out on the potatoes. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before. Yeah. I had the moment of clarity the next day. Yep. I was working in radio, mm-hmm. and I was not feeling good. Had a, had a, had a, had a heck of a Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I looked in the mirror, and I said, I'll quit. And if I don't quit, you're going to take away my gifts. Really? Does that scare you? So think about it. I can't walk in this room and go, uh, hi, everybody, it's, uh, it's Johnny. Or, uh, hi, it's Joe Castiglione, as yeah. the Red Sox open up right now, or of course, yeah. we have a shark in the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I made a lifestyle choice. I don't have demons. I don't have anger issues. I, I'm not trying to suppress something. So if I can look at somebody and say on stage or in a meeting or wherever I am, hey, we all got poop. Poop happens. Mm. That's life. Yeah. But you can pick yourself up. You can pick yourself up. It's okay. It's it's really good stuff, Michael. And I want you to know, as your friend, it's something that I think about because I uh, there are times when I come up against something, and once in a while, you know, you go through that library of people that are important to you, and you go, wait a minute, hey, pet it. Yeah. Imagine what that felt like. Okay, maybe I can do this. That's right. You know, I can roll myself out of the rack. It's good, good stuff. And thank you for sharing that. Uh, you know, Jim. Even this morning, I mean, it's all perspective. And you know, life life isn't all burp and butterflies and you know rainbows. But this morning, I'm walking. I live in Plainville, and I'm walking through the back neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And I called you, and I said I'm running a little bit late. That's right. I had to get my big Murph time in, <laughs> so I took him for a walk in the back neighborhood. Yeah. Everything's popping. The trees, yeah. some guy's mowing his lawn, and I just smell the grass, and I'm just walking. I got my lab in front of me, and I'm walking. It's my BFF, my best furry friend. That's my best furry friend. <laughs> and I'm walking, and I'm thinking, it's because I knew I was coming to do the Chapters Radio today, yeah. and it's always it's always good and enlightening, insightful, and it, 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 it also is reflective. And I'm thinking, wow, many, many years I sat on the back cement stairs of a little apartment where I lived, buildings everywhere, traffic, the 405 freeway is my front yard. It's not very pretty, and that's not fair to paint L.A. like that, but where I first moved out there was the 405 freeway was my front yard. And you were alone. It was an embankment. Right. There's tra- I'm just telling you, there's, there's a palm tree with a homeless person sleeping underneath mm. it. That's the perspective of, it's just... It's, it's the city. It's massive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to do a little self-inventory and say, hey, I'm grinding it out. I'm doing what I do. I'm healthy. I've got a few good friends. I've got a few people who care about me. And it's kind of that goat mentality. Not saying I'm the goat. I'm not. I'm the greatest for me. But you look at Tom Brady. All the people that have been attacked, not to jump, but look at Tom Brady. Yeah. All the people that have attacked him and continue to, he always says, he always says, I'm just so fortunate and blessed to have my family and those who love me the most. It's all we need. You need a few Great good point. people. It, but you see him, Jim. You do. When you and see you his s- interviews. You do. And you, t- and you talk about his mother who is, God bless, is sure. sick with cancer and everything. Sure. And he, he's just, I mean, that is his focus in that moment. And um, to come back 28 to 3 against right. the Falcons. And right. his mom was that sick, right. that ill, you yeah. know? So it really is about perspective. It's and, about perspective and living in the moment. It's hard. I, I didn't always do it, and yeah. I'm not here to say that I did. I'm s- clearly saying no. It's it, We live in a society that's now, 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 now. I want, I want, I want, I want. Take a moment. Yeah. Take a moment. Yeah. 
I, I, I enjoy iced coffee in the afternoon. Right. Just, you know right. what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just chill. Be late for your next appointment because you, you see a nice sunset and you want to watch it. Uh, tell your kid, you know what? Today I will skip that appointment at work. I'm going to hang out and play a little ball with you. Prioritizing. When a friend calls instead of just saying, hey, uh, maybe we'll catch up next week, catch up right there because you don't know. Did, it don't, it didn't have that insight at, you know, in my 30s. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 53 and it's like, you know what? Yeah. You just got to kind of... You know, but the grass, I smelt the guy. I just, I love that. <laughs> and I just, I got him on the little leash and we're walking through our back neighborhood and, and I can joke about it. It's like, hey, you jet set it from Attleboro to Sunset, <laughs> to Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. There you go. And to Plainville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want, uh, one thing I do want to say though, if your friend invites you over to You're not going to say one thing. That's, that's. I, you know, isn't that the worst thing? No, we're not going there. Um, <clears throat> so. One thing I do want to say is I do want to let people know, make sure you tune in. Franklin TV, check your local listings. Yeah. Is that what they say? How is that for radio speak? Check, check your, your local, local listings. listings. Uh, for uh, Late Night New England, airing right here on Franklin uh, Cable TV. It will also be airing in another venue in the not-too-distant future. Please follow Michael Pettit, P-E-T-I-T, on Facebook. Very, very funny. And also, as you could hear, insightful and a really, really great friend. Hey, Jim, you know what, too? Let's just look at yourself right now, okay? Oops. Let's look at what you're doing, okay? I've been grinding it out for 30-some-odd years. Mm -hmm. You're fresh off the boat. You're what, a year, two years doing this? Yeah, I've got uh, about, yeah, 150 shows, yeah. So here's a guy, ladies and gentlemen, and you shared this with me now that we're going to have full disclosure. Sure. You shared with me, I don't like the way my voice sounds. Nobody does. Right. Um, uh, I don't know if I can do this. Um, You're doing it. Mm. Um, And I've worked radio over the years. Mm. Yeah, you're looking at me right now with one finger in your nose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you're listening, and you're being a professional. I appreciate it very much, Michael. Coming from you, any compliments, a huge compliment. Somebody that's been doing this for a long time. And I'll tell you, I, this was always my dream. It was a dream of mine since I was a little kid. Well, you're doing it right now. I used to stand there with a banana in my hand and, <laughs> <laughs> and listen to Charles Laquadera and, and, and try, sure. to, try to be his sidekick. And in fact, little did I know, I'd be sitting with a guy that was on BCN doing that's Voices right. with the Billy West. Uh, way back. The big, way back. Way back. But uh, it really has always been a dream of mine. And you know what the bottom line is i just like people and uh and i like people and i love stories and i am very thankful for you and your friendship and you sharing uh so much of your talent but most importantly your authentic self with me and with our listeners and and our viewers on late night new england my pleasure it comes through in the radio jim please bring people down we want to fill the house and we're going to the program is building momentum it's very exciting um just to let people know, I've produced television shows in the past. I've worked with Comcast Sportsnet. I've also programmed with Nesson. And this is exactly how the programs start. I had a tailgating grilling program on Nesson. I come out of the gate with Bill Lee, the spaceman. Awesome. I was telling you yesterday, Jim, I know we talked about it before. We have Bob Sosi coming on the program tomorrow. Yep. A, we're having fun. B, we thank him so much. We're just looking to profile what it's all about to be from New England yeah. in a fun, late-night formatted program right. that is just energy. Yeah, you show me another cable television station that has a studio like this, talent like this, both behind and now in front of the camera with Michael Pettit, and I'll show you, I don't know, cream cheese on the moon. So, for hey. Hey, my name's Jim Derrick saying thanks for listening to Chapters Radio, and we will see you next week.